Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Hangout Talks. Hope everybody enjoyed Halloween weekend. That was a fun time for us, too, as well. We had a couple things going on, and that last episode with Agnes and CJ, or C's the DJ, it was a fun one. It, you know, it was a little bit of lightheartedness in some of those, and talk about, you know, ghostly stories. And we just had fun, you know, just a, a little change of pace from all our talks of entrepreneurship and everything else that's been going on. That was fun. How did you do it, Peter? Oh, not too bad, man. Um, I think in general, I think a lot of the, you know, it was a lot of like the, the sk- stories kind of like it was a lightheartedness, right? It was kind of funny a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Like now, probably nobody will want to go to the bathroom with me because in case they're like, "Oh, damn!" Like Peter, gonna <laughs> go run into a ghost. They're like, "Oh, hey, dude, you see that dude? Like to get pissed with? He doesn't look normal." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's one of one of those things that they could take away from that episode is don't don't go right. hiking with Agnes, don't go to bathrooms with Peter, and CJ's lesson was don't research scary stories at night and look at pictures. Because that's yeah. a bad idea. Bad idea. And uh, speaking of scary, we wanted to continue on this for the first episode of November as we're moving towards this holiday season for the next two months and everything going along. We want to, you know, go into some some things that some of the scary goals we set for ourselves and just to talk about like from beginning, middle, and how we got there and how we broke it down. Just giving a you know a quick overview of those and to help answer this question mostly pertaining to somebody mm-hmm. uh, sitting there and thinking about going after these goals and we kind of broke it down how we've done it and how we went about it and it's totally different than the business plan we had a business plan discussion with uh, brock in the episode prior to the halloween episode so if you haven't listened to those yeah, please go back and listen to those. We have a brief discussion about business plan and how we really didn't do one because we end up spending so much time on one and then we just scrapped it or diamond finished mm-hmm. it because we had these other things that we built and just found yeah. more success on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good kind of like reflection though, like thinking back in like, I say 2020, we were thinking of doing a business plan and both of us were working on our own businesses, our future goals. So we were sitting there grinding almost every day. I remember I probably was adding to the plan or thinking long term. I think my plan at some point was like a hundred something pages. Yeah, it's good to have and to look back to it. Like, don't get me wrong. You should always do a business plan. But if you really think about it, I mean, business plan really helps you kind of narrow things down and kind of think deeply about is this the right place for you you know is this the right direction that you're headed to it just enforces that idea of you have to do more research and stuff like yeah i like this i think it's a cool idea i'm going to do it and then once you start doing it you're like okay now that i think about it you're here the like checks and balances right like this is what i have to Make sure I can check if I financially have to be able to do it. And now the next step is, you know, the goods and bads. Like, how can I, am I can I achieve it? Right. And of course, keep it in mind, like a business plan isn't a Bible that you have to like follow like religiously. It's like, hey, I have a plan. I wrote it. I made it. 
but it doesn't have to be 100 pages by any means. It, has, it could just be like an outline that you consistently check, and it has to be have you know realistic goals that you're okay. These are the things that I want to work on, I want to do, and I'm working on it now. Um, here's the mistakes. Here's the things I learned. Write it down. Fix it. Edit it. It's all. It should be an ongoing thing. It shouldn't be like, oh, here's five years. I'm gonna stick to it. Uh, I don't know. I guess kind of blindly follow it. If that makes sense. What do you think, Shred? You know, let me, let me ask you this. Like, based on that, put yourself back beginning of this year when we mm-hmm. started 2022. Would you ever have thought we would be here right now towards the end of 2022? Where we're at, like, regarding just business, friendship, just a whole bunch of stuff. Not just <laughs> mine and your friendship. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking about just friendship overall. Like, <laughs> outside. Of course. Yeah, no, I, I don't, th- I don't think so. Like, because if if you imagine, like, you don't know what's gonna happen, honestly, a month down the road, two months down the road, you know, it's unexpected. So for me, I didn't think, like now, like I would be, you know, trying to like push climbs, be part of a climbing business, and it gets. One of those things like, oh, like this is something to mentally get off my mind at the time. Like I needed to be more like, you know, like uh, away from from like the things that were going on in my mind just to get my mind off things. And slowly somehow that escalated and built into the things I am today. And then I'm 2022. And then I think likewise, like friendship wise, that the people you meet, you don't know what people you meet, why you meet them, because they're just kind of are in your life. You know, so I think, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. It's more so a reflection, right? We invite everybody that's yeah. you know, like, kind of reflect, just see right now, like what have you accomplished so far and how does it feel? We, we move so fast. Same here. Like I, I honestly don't sit down much and thought about uh, like how did I get here? You know, and appreciate those things. You know, I have to be reminded. It's just, I guess, in my nature that, you know, at the speed that you go and you you think about what's next versus what you have done. And, um, yeah, how that you, makes sense. How I mean, we try. Yeah, I mean, that you bring, I'd say, like, you bring up that good point that, you know, we do think about it. Don't get me wrong. Like you, yeah, we don't know the future, but we do think about it a lot. But. Like you, the point being is you appreciate the things that you you have done or you have thought about. Like, oh, I thought this might turn out, turn out bad or good, but it turned out differently and you, you learn from it. I don't think we take enough time to appreciate that. I think, that the, I think you bring up that point, right? It's pretty good, too. Yeah, you know, just sit here. And as we wrap up, coming up here for the end of the year, it's been crazy it's been crazy for 2022 and that's why we wanted to go back and go over some of our scary goals right scary goals that we have set and talk about those a little bit more and how we worked ourselves through them and what we thought about in the process and the idea of this is to help whoever is thinking of starting a business or think about starting something or the what's next in their life uh, maybe this will give us some ideas and maybe this will be helpful and 
please, if you're listening to this and you find this very relatable and you know somebody that could find this helpful, please share it with them and have them hang out too. And that way we can all, you know, build this list and keep moving forward. So I'm going to ask you first, Peter. Like, I, I know you have a oh, hell yeah. That's cool. uh, scary goal and, you know, it's more personal, but however, it affects more than just. I'll, I'll let I'll let you get into it. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Well, I'm glad to go first, I guess. Like, put me on the spot. Thanks, dude. Um, <laughs> but it's. <laughs> I know. You, you, you. Um, I guess I you're going for first, me. Peter. It's. <laughs> I think what's good is it's personal, but I think sometimes we don't think how much about how the personal things just affects your businesses, the things you do in life. And it, it really does. I mean, for me, I set a goal, I'd say when I was 28, 29, I was like telling myself, hey, you know, there's a lot of climbing comps in Colorado. I can totally take them down. I have the strength, I have the ability to do it. In my, I was like, hey, when I hit 30, I'm gonna, you know, take down these comps, get a strong enough to at least get into finals, be one of the finalists. That was the goal. But the funny thing is, these past few months, I got an ankle injury, unexpected, out of the blue. And so I was doing moves that I normally do. When I'm climbing, I put my foot on a hold, did a bicycle move, and my left ankle just popped. And I heard like this kind of almost like a, a shotgun kind of slap against the wall sound. You know, first I thought I, I thought I hit something, but turns out like I had minor tears in my ankle, ligaments were stretched out, and I've been rehabbing it for almost a month now, I'd say. And it was one of those things that, okay, like I signed up for these comps can't compete in them the most annoying thing like okay I, like i see i was telling tret this actually i was telling Tret like hey like it's annoying because i there's this comp that i saw that was like hey this is totally my style i could have gone to finals pretty easily but i couldn't do it just because my ankle was bust so i can't climb second comp i then after a few months after that like second comp happened i was like well i still can't put you know an aggressive climbing shoe on because it hurts my ankle, like ligaments are still still moving, so that pretty sure it's not healed. Well, fast forward, you know, a little bit now. I mean, it's it's healed more. I can put on a moderately aggressive shoe, which is good. Put some pressure. I still can't do certain moves, but to me, it was it's scary because if you know, like I'm in the climbing industry, and this is just my mindset. The goal was like, hey, if I'm going to be in this industry. To make a name for myself, I just, you know have to have a good resume to not just work wise, but at least have you know that the climbing resume as a part of it. To like, hey, I've been to these comps, I've been outside, I've done these problems. Just so you know, when someone approaches, like, oh yeah, you can relate to them. Like, oh yeah, I've done this. Especially someone who's super strong. If you talk, come up, talk to them, do business with them. They're like, oh, what you haven't done that, so you don't you don't know my pain. Like kind of thing. So for me set the goal for myself to be hey let's you know even though i'm injured i need to continue to train stronger i'm still at the same time dealing with the injury there was a lot of pt 
and it was you know it's scary and i still climbed a little bit with three limbs while i had the ankle injury and people would say it's scary because you can't re-injure the ankle or injure something else but you know i found ways ways around it you know for me it was like also a mental personal but also mental sanity that i realized at work i would not be fully focused because i'm so annoyed with my ankle i can't walk i'm moving limping my mind would consistently be on like how how can this heal how can this heal it was so annoying to the point that i remember there was just one day i just sat there couldn't get anything done i was just looking at the, the computer and my whole mind the whole time was on how annoying i can't climb with three with like all four of my limbs right now and you know because of that i think that whole day my day was so unproductive so i think that was probably like say like two weeks into the injury where everything was still still hurting a little bit i can limp i can move but i was just so annoyed annoyed by it it's like that i couldn't can function and mentally i think it wasn't depression i would say it didn't get to that point but i think it was just really like aggravating and i was like so angry for like the first two three weeks i remember my friend she was like sitting there like why are you like are you okay like I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I think I was just, I think that that mood, that mindset, just affected and gave the atmosphere in the workplace that, yeah, Peter's annoyed. Like, let, let him be. You know, in a way, like that mindset kind of brings everything down. Like, I started to question, you know, am I fit for this industry? You know, am I going to be a great marketer? I mean, I remember Tret and I were a part of a mastermind group. I was telling the group, like, hey, like, you know, I have this injury. You know, I started to question. You know, am I? Should I be here? Like, what's? And maybe I'm in the in the wrong industry. Maybe I'm not fit to be a climber. Maybe this is the wrong sport for me. I started to think a lot of things business wise. Like, what if I run into business with, you know, another fellow climber? And he's like, oh, you suck. Or like, you're not fit because you're injured. You're not pulling hard grades because of your injury, etc. There were so many scenarios going through my mind, but then. All of them kind of told me in the day, like, hey, dude, like everybody gets injured. You also have a huge marketing resume, too, that they don't have. But also, you know, every athlete gets injured. There's pro athletes that are in the NBA that are injured all the time. And they still kind of work and push through it. And like no one judges them just based off an injury and like the things that that happen to them. Like if you that and I think Tret, you told me this was like, you know, it's always the comeback that makes makes the like the better impact. Like, hey, like he's injured, but he came back. He came back, you know, stronger. And with that, you know, it, I think that you know that kind of pushed me forward a little bit. I started to you know find other ways to get stronger. I mean, this is also helped with my mental sanity. Helped me push through that ankle injury, so I wasn't mean mugging every everybody that, that was walking by me and limping like this cranky old 30 year old dude just, you know glaring at everybody i was i started to hang like on smaller edges on on boards and i started just doing more like weight lift weight lifting again heart more and then pull-ups with well I, I was able to get up to pull up 135 pounds like each day added to my additional weight i'm 150 pounds for, for reference so i started doing that and then even i started doing you know getting it on smaller edges like 20 millimeters so 
that's like half your your door frame size and then i added 45 pounds to that and then you know s- slowly now i'm introducing my ankle back to like certain movement doing runs like hit drills just to get it used to like sharp angles again and then now i mean i i haven't tested it but i can hang on probably 10 mils with like 40 pounds added to myself which is insane if if you really think about it but it, you know it really you know, i found like work wise and everything because i found that you know additional kind of motivation and side sidetrack of other things i can like train to keep my mind sane i felt like you know my mindset got a little bit better it started to affect you know how I approach things with work i'm not as annoyed with my ankle yeah there are moments I'm like okay crap like it's not fully there yet but it's still like my i'm like okay there's other ways i can get around it i can make my my upper body stronger i could build my calves i can build other things that in the long term will keep my mind sane and when i come back i'll be a lot stronger and you know and then this is a realization i've come to think of too like you, people will respect you a lot more for that comeback that you continue to push and especially when you do anything in business or even just life-wise people respect you for saying like hey you know i got injured i came back but while i was injured i did this 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 while i was hurt i did this 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 I was depressed but i did this this compared to the guy who we, we all know that one guy's like yeah i got injured i was annoyed never touched it again i'll get back into it oh i'm gonna get back into it but they get back into it but they kind of just you know like half acid that makes sense but yeah that's i mean oh that's my spiel so i don't want to rant on for too long <laughs> no, I, 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 many great points because you you know we're, we're talking about the you know the main thing here is about the injury right dealing with injury no matter how small or how yeah. big it it affects many many things not just that particular injury not just an ankle injury yeah. affecting your ankles affecting how you walk however it, it affects how you climb which relates to how you work and you know very important thing yeah. the mental aspect of it and how that affects so many things so that's great that you brought that up because we mm. we get these injuries you know either the physical injuries or they're just yeah um setbacks in our careers yeah. or where we're trying to go so it's just we did this panel a few weeks back for one of our friends and they have high school students going into college you know just asking questions about how can we get there and giving them options of where they can go and you know broaden their options a little bit right mm-hmm. and i think this is very helpful because it's we, we don't talk about setbacks we talk about like what we have achieved but we don't talk about mm-hmm. setbacks because they will have a lot of setbacks they will have a lot of injuries they will have a lot of those things and to talk about that comeback and to stay resilient is great, yeah. right? Yeah, so. I mean, it's, I think it's, it also reminds us of something I think I talked about back a long, several episodes ago, like even seasons ago. It's health is wealth, right? I think it goes into that, that idea that, hey, 
if one, especially, I mean, we're both in our, our 30s now. I just joined 30. Um, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things that you, when you're younger, you feel bulletproof. Like you don't realize that, you know, one little thing can affect like a shoulder tweak can make you feel like, oh, I'm going to flip a table because the shoulder is like annoying me. I can't drive very well just because I was working out and shoulders like feeling like a little bit sore, like little things like that. You don't think about, OK, how can I prevent that to, you know, not to my whole work day is productive and I can push towards the goals that I need to push towards. Like they're even for like, you know, I think, you know, when you're younger, you grow up, you're like, oh, how did I get to that goal? But they don't think, OK, I have a shoulder injury is an example. Uh, crap, my 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 day's over. It's done. They don't yeah. think, like, OK, like, how can I work around it? But still continue like they don't take, you know, I guess in. I guess injury like lightly if that makes sense well kind of put into words it is more so i see what you said as yes they think about how i can get there but not how i will deal with these setbacks yeah. and these injuries on the way of getting yeah there. that's right mm -hmm. okay yeah, yeah no I, I see it as that it's um we, we you know we always plan for how to get there right we but we never really have a plan in place on mm. what if, uh I'm gonna be dealing with this because you you don't know you just don't know you you just deal with yeah. it once it happens and then what after it does you learn from it and then now you are prepared for the next one right mm. that's one of those things like you mentioned you hurt your ankle now you, now you know next time you know knock on wood that it doesn't happen again however if yeah. it does happen then you got to be working on other muscle group you got to be working on other things and you already know how to do yeah it. so yeah it just can't, it helps you move along so each setback helps you in the future kind of move along from that mm -hmm. yeah it tells people to make mistakes because and it's a normal thing it's an okay thing you know you need yeah. pain to gain things you know no pain no gain <laughs> Right amount of pain, right? Right amount. <laughs> uh, depends on your tolerance. We'll put it that way. Depends on the tolerance. Yeah, depending yeah. on your mental state and how you build off of that, and mm -hmm. which is great because it's. I wouldn't have thought I would be here today, you know, in yeah. in January doing what I am able to do now. So it's. Mm -hmm. But before that, you know, we set scary goals in the beginning of the year. It was at first it was just trying to build a business. It was trying to, of course, yeah. make ends meet, but to build a business and going back to it, I wrote a business plan. I still didn't finish it because there was a lot mm -hmm. and that business that I was planning for didn't happen. Yeah. So went back and, you know, reflecting on what matters best for me. And it was build a business that will allow me, you know, to have the lifestyle that fits for me and mm -hmm. my family. What is that, right? What is that? What 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 lifestyle are you thinking about? Now it's not the lifestyle where you just make money and you don't do anything. It's never the case. But you know, thinking about what really matters to me, uh, is it brick and mortar? Is it online business? Is it this business? Is it that? Like you know, is there selling stuff on Amazon, on eBay, etc. Like what do you want to do and kind of narrow it down? But I found it what really matters to me the most. So I started with that way. 
But uh, one of the things that I wanted to do is have flexible time. I can't be there nine to five each day, seven days a week or, you know, or eight to six or whatever it may be. I, I just know I cannot be able to dedicate a whole day there um, away from the family, too, as well. So it was like a mixture of everything. And I wanted to build off not having to be there in order to generate money, you know, exchanging time for money. A little bit less of that, just so we want to, I wanted to build a passive side where I don't have to be there. However, that is still able to generate money. And not because like I'm lazy or don't want to deal with it. It's just more so to maximize the time you do have during the week, during the day. And during that hour, you want to maximize that time. How can I do that? And in order to scale the business, because you can't be two places at once, even though we we all would love to. So that's the second part. And third part is what fits within my passion. And that gives me joy. I'm always going back to this is the joy part. Like, what can we do? Because I know if I enjoy it, I would do it most likely almost forever. If I can stick to something that I don't like as much, but still do it for so many years, I know for sure I will do it almost forever if this fits my joy. Um, fits my joy. If I have joy doing that. And, you know, building off the second point. So reviewing that. So where find what's mattered the most. If you're looking at something that you want to do in the future, go back and find what matters to you the most. And then I work it from there. Second thing is, tie in what is out there that I could do while accomplishing what matters most to me. So finding stuff. So without reinventing the wheel, right? And you know, you don't want to make it more difficult than it is. It's we always want to create this big idea and this new idea and put it out there. However, there's so many things that you don't even have to reinvent the wheel. You just pick off the stuff that you already are doing and build on top of that. And, you know, make more of it, expand it. So that that is tied into the after school coaching program business that I do have now. And that's what years of coaching and teaching dance classes and coaching fitness classes, being able to be in a management position, having staff under you, many things as that that fits within what I've always done. So I built on that and established this coaching after school coaching business that's able to go to schools and help out kids beyond the classroom, right? Beyond the education, beyond the classroom. So that within the realm, and I've already done that. So that fits perfectly. The other one was find something that passive, right? Okay, cool. What was out there? Short-term rental is passive. I don't have to be there each day to check in guests or do, do those things. It's just communicating with guests. So I don't have to physically be there. So that is part of the passive part. However, it wasn't passive in the beginning, as Peter may know, because we had these discussions. It was a lot of time that got put into this. However, now as you build a system around it and as you continue learning and improving those, it becomes a more and more passive where you don't have to be there, physically be there. So it doesn't mean you don't put work in. It just means you don't have to physically be there while, let's say, a guest is renting out your cabin and you're 
this is my example. Let's say I guess is renting out the cabin for those period of time. And for the same period of time, you are teaching these classes, getting paid for those classes. And at the same time, your coaches are teaching at that same time. So those are just maximizing that time that you do have. So that's what I'm referring to. And at first I thought it was a brick and mortar business, you know, find something physical, be there and do that. However, the more and more I went through and the more and more I discussed with others is just, there's some negatives there based on personality. If I know I'm there, I'm going to be there and I'm going to work all day. And going back to what really matters is, does that fit into my criteria of what really matters when I'm going out and trying to find or build this business? All right. So it, it, it go, always goes back to that. Lastly, where am I right now? And what are advices out there for younger audiences or audiences that are trying to make a shift in their career or businesses and such? Always building and fine tuning. Uh, I'm always working on the cabin for short-term rentals. I'm always working on trying to work on better communication. How can I communicate that? Once I encounter a problem from a guest, how do I um, resolve that and for next time how can i make it better so it doesn't happen again or the less the less than the chance it does happen so always building and fine-tuning although it's passive but there's a lot of work on the back end building a team of coaches that way allows you to scale right you can't be at two places at once maximizing that hour that week that day that month maximizing those times how many things i could fit in with these thing these times that i don't have to physically be there if you're already there, let's maximize some other time that on another place where you still generating income or generating revenue while you don't have to be in, directly involved. And building a team is is crucial because you we can't do it all by ourselves, right? And not thinking of like a self-employed, uh, thinking more of like a business owner and investor side, right? Um, ref referencing. Uh, cash flow quadrants right by robert k and refining personal skills communication processes ask for help when needed you're always refining those things you're always looking to better your process how it can make it easier for you so that you can continue doing it without pulling all your hair out because we always there will be days that you feel like you can't do it right uh peter and you, you don't want to do it so those oh are yeah one percent that how can we make this better so that we don't have to deal with this again? Which those mm -hmm. are never fun moments. However, they're very teachable moments. And ask for help yeah, when and, needed. Right? Like a, yeah, just just to like kind of like put, throw in it a little bit. I say this is a pulling your hair out is very metaphorical. But I say you will know when you're at that point where you're pulling your hair out. If you just as an example. What I do for myself, if I'm just seeing myself stare into space and I can't think anymore, it's time to ask for help. Like you're just sitting there staring into space and you're just getting more and more annoyed. Like, why can't I think of the solution? Like, just, just ask for help. It's fine. Like, don't let that ego get in the way. Like, oh, I, I have to do this by myself or I have to be good at this. So I shouldn't ask for help. Yeah. And just going back to think, not thinking as like a self-employed mindset, but think of mm -hmm. like a business owner mindset. Right. Yeah. And asking for help or having someone on your team that is better at that than you are will help get the job done. And 
lastly, this is the big part because I had a discussion with my wife because I was at this point where I was like, man, I don't think I'm doing enough. I don't think I'm stressing myself out here because I'm trying to do so much. And even if I accomplish it, I don't feel like I'm doing enough or and all this stuff where like growth is my big thing. And she's asking me, like, who do you compare yourself to? Right. Not enough for who? Right. And that helped me bring me back to, oh, yeah, I think about all this stuff and we've done in the past or I'm able to do right now and have accomplished. Like, think about those little things, Mm -hmm. those little wins help you recenter yourself so you're not so unappreciative of what you have done, right? We can get Mm -hmm. to that mindset where we're really unappreciative of what we've done. We're like, man, I don't. I don't think I should be here. I don't think I should be doing this. However, you've gotten so far in a short amount of time or anything like that. Yeah. We have to be appreciative of that and understand. Yeah, remind, it always reminds me of like, oh, it, it's glad your your wife said that to you. And I think it's awesome. It also reminded me of like what Caitlin Dinner said to us once in, on a podcast. She was yeah. like, what, what's that time? Like, who, who told you you had to complete this by a certain time? Did you tell yourself or did someone else tell you? if they did tell you that they're kind of a really crappy person they're telling you like, oh you you have to do this 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 by this 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 or they're comparing yourself to another person that negative it's like very big negativity yeah so it, for me i'm go ahead dude oh no no no, no. uh i was about to just say like it, it you it's more common now where things get compared to speed, right? And speed and age. Oh, this person did this in 18, at 18. And I'm here at 19 and I feel like a failure. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's speed, age. And I think this is just reminded me, there's a, I've seen a lot of people just post about, you know, from 19 to our age, just post about, hey, Avoid that, you know, if it's not good for you or is that negative in your life or just let it go. But I'd say really analyze it. I think I'd say really think about it before you make certain certain decisions, especially for our younger audiences out there. Yeah, it may not feel good at the moment. It may feel negative. It may feel like you're comparing yourself. But like you said, Tret, like it could be there for you to recenter yourself make you realize hey maybe this is where i need to be makes you think of like all the little things you've done built up to this this point you shouldn't put like you shouldn't compare yourself whatsoever but if you if you start seeing yourself do that you know just take your time think about it and think about all the people in your life like you know of course don't put them on like scales and weigh them because that's not a good thing you're all you're also being negative but I'd say, you know, really think about it. You know, we all make mistakes. We all, you know, made those failures for a reason. And that's, it made, it make, you know, it makes us stronger. So think about that too. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And that's a, uh, I think it's a great way to end that and to end this episode in that note of not enough for who and, you're comparing yourself to right we're we're all we're all in this we're all got to get there it's some takes longer some just you know actually 
all it takes very long is just when they do to tell others that they've accomplished it. They could be working on it for 18 years and they could yeah. barely got there and they're at 20 right now and they accomplished it. So you don't know. Mm-hmm. They they finally told you that they accomplished it at this age, but they've been working on it for so many years. You never you don't know. Yeah. And those are the things that mm-hmm. we don't often talk about. We just show you the end product. Mm-hmm. We got this. We got that. We did this, right? Versus mm-hmm. we went from here. We did some stuff in the middle. This is how the middle stuff worked. And then we got there. So Yeah. And that's a really great point. Yeah. A, a good example that I like to just throw out at the end, too, is, hey, I, I do this a lot. I compare myself a lot with, like, my climbing in general. Something as a sport, we always compare each other. Hey, I saw this strong guy, but I feel kind of weak. A lot of my friends will tell me, especially my climbing friends will tell me, it's like, hey, dude, you honestly, your strength, you gained in like three to four years. These people have been pulling for 10 plus years and they're still at that level. And you're already almost caught up to them. You're probably like three to four grades under them. And that's it. So really think about like how strong, how strong you are compared to them. And, you know, think of all the things you've accomplished. Like there's there's a lot there, so don't push yourself down. But yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's an example for me. There's a lot there. That's a lot there. Um, so as we move towards, we're already in November. Can you believe that? This is dude, November. They can't, dude. So <laughs> moving in towards holiday season, we want to you know start off November strong. And these are the goals that starts out very scary. However, we broke it down. Each you can see differently and how we approach these. So mm-hmm. if you have yours, please share it in the comments and our IG and share it with someone that you know this would they can find it helpful in where they are in their journey. And please follow us on at Hangout Talks on IG. That's where you gotta get heads up on our new episodes and what is releasing. And if you would like to follow us individually, mine is at Trat Hong. And mine's at Peter underscore the suited climber. And thank you so much for joining us again. We we'll always have a pleasure hanging out with everybody. And please let us know and find us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Anchor, Google, and Spotify, and other all podcast network. So please help us out and share the episode. That just helps us reach more audiences and reach others that would like to hang out with us. And Let's have an awesome day and let's keep going at it. And thank you, Peter. Thank you, Trat, for, I mean, lots of, lots of fruit to think about today. A lot of fruit, a lot of fruit. Uh, speaking of fruit, nobody brought fruit to um, the Halloween uh, horror movie <laughs> night. Nobody brought fruit at all. <laughs> it was, uh, it was well, just sec- proteins and carbs, <laughs> no fruit. Well, <laughs> Yeah, well, it, it techn- well, technically, I brought sushi. There were some fruits in there, I think. It yeah, was, I mean, some cucumbers, avocados. Like vegetables, cucumbers, avocados, sort. I think they're more, I don't know what they're classified. A vegetable, fruit, it's close enough. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Best, <laughs> see? <laughs> see? So, yeah, that's mixed up. Peter almost sold it to me. He's like, yeah, and sushi has a lot of fruit. And I'm like, <laughs> do they? No. <laughs> <laughs> but... Thank you so much, everybody. We'll catch you on the next episode.